and welcome to the MBS show. Hello and welcome to the MBS show review and discussion podcast. I am your host, Thomas Hansel. Joining me today is Silver Quill. Welcome. 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 Yes, thank you. Um, everyone's welcome. Yes. And also joining us is Sapphire Heart Song. Um, hi. I have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I see. So, um, uh, judging by the intro, Sapi got daddy issue and Silver got mommy issue. No, I just have an issue with opening doors. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we got to do this soon enough. Anyway, in today's episode review, we are going to review Season 8, Episode 8, The Parent Map. Uh, in this episode, the QD map sends Star Glimmer and Sunburst to their hometown of Shires Hollow to solve a friendship problem with their parents. So, well, let's go into first impressions first. Silver, what do you think of this episode? Well, this was a welcome break from the main six and their resistance phase, let's call it. It's a classic uh, map episode with a twist. Mm. Uh, not only do we get characters that wouldn't normally go, Twilight made good on her prediction that it would be a pony from outside Ponyville one day. It's like she knew. Oh, my. She knew. And we finally get to learn a little bit more about uh, Sunburst and Starlight. I gotta say, the more time you spend with Starlight, the more I enjoy her as a character. Her change will always be an awkward uh, memory, but because she gets to actually keep working at it, she's fared much better than other redeemed villains. And so I, I found this thoroughly enjoyable, especially all the jokes of the modernization. Thanks, Sunburst's mom, for that. <laughs> Oh, wow. There's a scene where, you know what, when we get there, I'll just see it. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, Seppi, what about you? Starlight is me, and I love her every single episode I see her in. Seriously, every time Starlight comes in through an episode, it's like, yep, that's me. Just... Yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's definitely me. Oh, wow, that's me. <laughs> nice. I, I'm starting to... Be a little scared of how uh, relatable she is, just just because she's amazing. You know, it's funny. Some people are still saying like, "Oh, Starlight's worst pony." It's like, then I'm worst pony too. I'm Starlight trash. <laughs> uh, I oh yeah, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I I liked the uh, interactions between the parents and um, you know. Starlight and uh, Sunburst. I don't know why, but whenever I see, like, parents that we haven't met before, it, it always brings, like, this weird giddy gee to me. Like, glee. I don't know. I, I enjoy episodes where parents are featured. It's one of those uh, fun things where we get to see the spawn of the offsprings. And it happened in My Hero Academia. So, it's not bad. Academia. You mean Boku no My Hero, Hero Academia? Academia? Sure, let's go with that. Oh, Boku no Hero Academy then. All right, innit? Kill me. <laughs> so anyway, as for me, uh, let's see. I like this episode. This episode was fun. Um, I think last season I mentioned I wanted to see the parents for Starlight. And well, wish came true. <laughs> well, at least one of them. And uh, as a bonus, we got to see... Sunburst's um, sun mom. So, good thing too there, yes. And yeah, we, we get more interaction from Sunburst and Starlight. The last time we saw them was what, last season? Mm, yeah, it's been a little while. 
So he's all good. He's all good. Last time, Sunburst helped save the universe by undoing the <laughs> pony shadows, but everyone blamed Twilight. Oh, yeah, true that, true that. Because Twilight's a princess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, if you guys at home have not watched this episode yet, pause here and go watch it. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, uh, from this point on, spoilers are a go. Yay. We start off the episode in the Crystal Empire, where we get to see a male pony, not derpy, delivering letters to, well, houses and whatnot. And this puzzles me, and I, I'm not 100% sure if it's a staple of the United States Postal Service or not, but do you guys give tips to the postmans? No. Not really, unless it's Christmas. And even then, I still don't do that. Oh. And if I, if that is an arm and I haven't been doing it, I have a lot of apologies to make. Uh, that, yeah. That's the case. Why here? Like, this puzzles me because usually you don't really give postmen, well, tips and whatnot because, well, it's your job. You're supposed to send the letters all door to door. If you give them some kind of drink for their hard work and whatnot, that's appreciated. But in this case and scenario here, I'm so confused. Well, you're... You're living in an empire that's based on precious gems. I imagine they just swap these things like hot potatoes. It's just the fact that you're giving a tip to the male pony or the mailman or whatever it is. I'm dragging this along. Uh, if anybody does do this in their daily life, do put it in a comment below. I want to read it and I want to ask why. And you know what? Explain it to me. Why you do this? So in- Why you do this? Yes. So anywho... Um, the mailman spots a letter and yeah, he knows where this goes. Uh, puts on a smile and knocks the door twice. The second one harder. And we get to see it's Sunburst's home and he is a bookworm true and true. And yeah, the interaction between him and the male pony is very minimum. Uh, male pony says, yo, you got a letter from Hollow's, um, what was it called again? Shia's Hollow? Yeah, Sire's Hollow, and yeah, Sunburst accepts the letter and dumps it to the pile of other letters that is from Sire's Hollow. And wow, that that just says something. Yes. He's like, my hatred for you couldn't be more complete without this. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, Sunburst continues reading until he feels something strange. Like he's experiencing something from within his body, but he's not sure what it is until he looks at his slank. And his slank is glowing. Oh, yay, joy. Diarrhea is like a summons from a mystical map. <laughs> oh, no. You're the one who set it up feeling something within his body. Although, back to the male mate mm-hmm. or the male stallion real quick. Hmm, the male stallion. That just sounds redundant. <laughs> I notice he's definitely from the Crystal Empire. He's got the very... A uh, multi-hued mane that would that would work the crystal, but he's solid. And this was the this was the thing back in the crystalline as well. For whatever reason, all of a sudden, crystal ponies are now no longer all crystally and shiny. Yeah, really, that sucks. I mean, yeah, they kind of just let go of their main trait. Uh, I'm guessing this only happens when there is a major holiday or something like that like um, something because it evolves the heartstones on that. Well, they were crystalline and whatnot even outside of the Empire. 
though, like when it wasn't a holiday. Was it? Yeah, back in season four. Yeah, they were back in trade. Yeah. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then they just stopped it. Now it all sucks. Okay, I'll point another um (laughs) inconsistency. How do you say that word? Inconsistence. Inconsistency. Inconsistency is like an internet debate raging inside your tummy. (laughs) Oh god! Yeah, inconsistency. (laughs) Yes. Um, in season six, I think the christening, or is it seven? Uh, that's season seven. The christening? No, wait, no, you're right, six. Yeah. Um, remember the beginning part of that episode? The crystal ponies were not crystally. Yeah, I, I said this and the crystalline. Is yeah, and the, it sucked. Oh, only times. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're Why starting. Why aren't they crystalline? Maybe they're just doing something to get consistency. You know what? Don't care. Um. Let's move on. So, oh wait, if you're if they're doing something to get consistency, it's probably high in fiber. <laughs> oh god. So anywho, we get to go to Ponyville, where the castle of friendship is. Sunburst goes to Twilight and talks about, "Hey, uh, Twilight, it's great that I'm here um, on the map mission and whatnot. This is going to be exciting." And Spike says, "Yo, bro, if you need any help, I'm here for you. I've had experience." And Twilight just says, "You only had the one." And that is enough. That is enough, and we may never have another again. <laughs> yeah. Because Spike... Well, okay. Spike is about to have an elite group join his ranks. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say right now. Yeah. Oh, future episode then. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, no, no. This episode, but we haven't gotten there yet. Ah. Pace yourself, Norman. Pace oh. yourself. All right, then. All right, then. So, anywho, we get to the throne room, and we see Starlight is there, too. So, it seems that Starlight and Sunburst are being called by the map and it seems that they have to go to one place sunburst is very excited while glim glam here is well not so excited when we see where the map is taking them yeah sunburst feels the same as starlight now and everybody's wondering why why are you so gloom gloom and doom well me i'm wondering could the map ship them as well ah it's the shipping map oh wow you, you know they better get hitch soon before their parents do. Ah, yes, that's also that's also part of this episode. <laughs> in due time. Yes, in due time. So, anywho, let's go for a train ride on the Friendship Express. Whoop, whoop. What, what? Yep, yep. So, anywho, um, Starlight and Sunburst banter about their history, like how Sunburst's mom is kind of a control freak, like, saying, What's your plan? Do you have a plan? Plan, 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 plan. While Starlight's dad is kind of like, uh, He doesn't treat me like an adult. He still treats me like a kid. Always pinching my cheeks and whatnot. Ah, so annoying. That just makes me think of a very unfortunate title they that they thankfully didn't go with. Oh, what is it then? The Planned Parenthood. Oh my god. Oh, no, no. Anyway, they arrive at Cyrus Harlow and Sunburst says, you know what, um, the best thing about going home is thing doesn't change. Yeah, right. He slams his face into a grill door where once open, it welcomes them. Welcome to Welcome. Cyrus Harlow. Welcome. 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 Oh, Although, still better than the, uh, the doors in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> what happened? They sigh when they open. They're so 
happy and pleased that you would deign to enter through their portal. Which sounds a little Freudian the way I say it. <laughs> oh, wow. So, anywho, they explore Sire's Hollow a bit and see things have changed a bit because there used to be a fruit stall, but it's not there anymore. Uh, it's changed to a perfume store. And yeah, this reminds me of SpongeBob somehow. Never really watched SpongeBob, so I can't help you there. It's one of the early episodes where um, I think it's Davy Jones' locker, one of the trials they have to go through. And one of the trials is going through the perfume department unscathed. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I, I know that yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of that. And yeah. Uh, Spongebob turning it up to 11. This one is just Mordred. I, I just like this scene. It reminds me of that one old episode. Uh, old Spongebob is fun Spongebob. But anywho, they ask where people get fruit. And there's a smoothie store and whatnot. Yes. So Sunburst just comments that, Hey, um, this town sure seems to be changing a lot. Until Starlight points out, not really... Look at uh, look over there. It's still the same, and they try to go to a library until they're stopped, saying that uh, the library is a historical monument and nobody gets to go in and read the books. Um, if you want to read the books, go through the window or look through the window. Yes. Um. Okay. That seems counterintuitive. Look, but don't touch. The the ultimate compliment to a book: never ever turn its pages. I, I I want to comment on it, but not really because I I somehow do that because I buy a comic don't don't open it because I have the digital version. So yeah. Oh, remind me to talk about the death of Superman then. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, we'll do that later. Maybe we'll do that as a episode in the future planned. But anywho, before our lead heroes can do anything, they're spotted by. Their parents. Dun, dun, dun. Firelight and Stella Flair. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. Um, who's who now? Are they really? Is that really their names? They're both uh, Flame? Yep. Uh, yeah. Firelight is Starlight's dad, while Stella Flair is uh, Sunburst's mom. I never realized that, and yet the shipping opportunities just seem... So obvious. I know. Come on, baby, light my fire. Oh God, no! So anywho, yes, yes. So anywho, Firelight here treats Starlight like a child. Like you know, you know the one. You, I bet you experienced this before, vicariously, right? Was it vicarious? How about directly? Well, you... how do you know we haven't had parents pinch our cheeks? Oh uh, well, not me personally. What about you? Have you? Not really, but I felt the need to be indignant. <laughs> but what are you, Seppi? Nah, I've never had anybody pinch my cheeks before. No, oh. to self, pinch Safi's cheeks next time I see her. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, Safi's here, she's so Kill me. Oh, well. So, anywho, we get to see Sunburst's uh, mom, Stella Flair. And wow, she is the controlling, um, a lack for a better word, Asian mom, where she plans everything ahead and makes sure that child is successful. Wow. Yes. 
Helicopter parent. Yep. In a world that has... Tiger mom. Are you sure she's not a cougar? Oh, God. No, no. Silver, there's a phrase called tiger mom. I know, but there's also a phrase called cougar, and I'm trying to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> it's working. Am I succeeding? No, not really. <sighs> kisu, kisu? <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't be violent. So, anywho... Uh, I'll rush things through because, yeah, if we um, go frame by frame, it's going to take a while. So, anywho, Stellar and Firelight here fight and walk opposite direction until uh, Starlight here pulls them together and explains the, explains the situation. And hearing that, both of them got excited and see what they can do for their kids. So, um, to see the problem... Uh, we get to see Stellar here show the progress of Sire's Hollow by the door that says words. Welcome to Sire's Hollow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. And then we get to see Fire with his preservation efforts by not letting people read books. And this is a fun banter that they have. Uh, so nobody gets to read the books, not even you. So yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it rolls through everything from the perfume store to the smoothie thing. And yeah, it's all bad. Even to the bakery where it's cooked ye old style of baking, which is not effective. And yes, in the end, both of them realize that, okay, maybe our, um, what you would call this, development and preservation are a bit had too far when we may need to fix that yes i just love the the picture of the founders of cyrus hollow and the bread they ate yeah ouch oh yeah ouch that 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 is uh. equestrian healthcare is uh has come a long way since then yeah true that but anywho both of the parents realized that hey maybe we need to solve this problem and we're not fighting anymore so did that solve the problem and the two kids says no and yeah, so they it's it's probably something else, and they need to look for it. At this point, the parents decide, "Hey, um, let us help you with this." And yay, we we get to spend more time with the kids. Yay, and this is fun. Uh, Firelight says, "Sweetie, you can sleep in your old room. It's the same, and I haven't touched it at all." And we get to get a glimpse of Starlight's old room. Starlight was an edgy teenager, and I relate to her so much because of it. I was going to say Starlight was a poser. (laughs) She's trying to be edgy, but look, what happened to you, man? It used to be about the darkness. (laughs) Now you've gone and sold out for the darkness. I actually went through a super edgy phase when I was in middle school. (laughs) And my mom wasn't like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're you're being a dumb teenager. No, she was all for it because heavy metal mom. <laughs> Edge lord. Darkness, Charlie Murphy. Darkness. <laughs> so, anywho, Firelight here tries to, uh, well, his method is, you know, if we want to solve a problem, we get to backtrack and see where it came from. By retelling the history of Sire's Hollow. And uh, Starlight here couldn't really focus because this is not what she wants to do. And her puppy gives her a blankie. Oh, that's so cute! 
I can see why she became an edgy teenager. Yeah. And look, you little milk and cookies. Oh, they're so cute. This is his little girl that loves kites. I mean, were they dark kites? Did she fly black kites of anger? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, well, let's move on to Sunburst. And oh my god. Um, so Stellar's plan here is to... <laughs> um, Season two, um, lesson zero. If you can, if there's no friendship problem, I'll create a friendship problem. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out so well the first time. Well, technically, she did. It did. She created a problem, tried and true. Mm-hmm. But this one is toned down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not extreme as Twilight scenario, but this one here. Oh my god, the banter between. The ponies, the perfume seller, and the librarian. That was so cool or funny. Especially the one who says, Oh, I don't cover my um, original scent. Something like that. Well, I can't, I can't quite remember the scene. I'm looking through the transcript. Uh, let me help you with that one. Oh, okay. So, oh, they have character names. Raspberry Light. Maybe because we don't like to cover our natural scent. And she refuses to buy my books. Oh, yes. Surely this is a... Okay, I do love Stellar Flair's reaction. This is what happens when we don't practice. <laughs> I kind of wish she could have come in on the parent map. Or no, not the parent map. Uh, horseplay. <laughs> have her run a play for Twilight, and I guarantee sparks will fly. Mm-hmm. Mm. As will blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As will blood. I, I could see it now. See her just mouthing it off to Celestia. If you're not going to take this seriously, I won't have you as part of my play. Boys. <laughs> 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 so, any- so, anywho, I'm going to rush through things because at the rate we're going, it's going to be a while. So, anywho, the kids here avoid their parents and hide in the library at the farthest corner of the library the antiquities and they want to talk to the other ponies of Cyrus Hollow and it seems that Cyrus Hollow is very very underpopulated yes very I'm guessing these two scared everyone away yeah, probably so anywho um, Starlight and Sunburst here wants to question the ponies about what's going on and see what's the problem and yeah the uh, the ponies kind of comments that, hey, um, are you avoiding your parents or something? And those two kids says, no, 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 we're not, no, no. Until, well, <laughs> this is one of those gags where I love because if you only zoom out a bit, you get to see the full picture. And guess who's there? Firelight. Hello, Daddy. I know. Firelight's there. And yes, um, we go through, we get to see that the parents are driving the kids mad and the kids snap and saying that they don't want their help. And that hurt their feelings a lot. And yeah, um, parents, being parents, they feel they felt hurt and walk away. And upon realizing what they did, they felt really, really bad. Hence realized that, oh, now I know what's going on. We are supposed to to fix our relationship with our parents. That's why the map call us here. Even the townsfolk know what the, what's going down. 
And that's how they joined the ranks of Spike. They are now the crew that creates their own problems. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! But, te- <laughs> but technically, not really. Because, sorry. Yes? Huzzah with us. Huzzah? Come on, with feelings. Huzzah! This is what happens when we don't rehearse. <laughs> Uh, but but anywho, <clears throat> technically Spike was the one who created his own problem, and that's why the map called him to solve the problem. While this one was developing for a while now, but it's still them creating the problem. It's just that they were given the benefit of time. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> the the map was like, hey, Spike hasn't been humiliated in a while. Let's see if we can fix that. Yes, and uh, wait. Let's watch the fun. The last time he got humiliated was last episode. Yeah, give it give it time. It's he's got to reach a quota per season. <laughs> Alrighty then. So anywho, um, S- Starlight goes to his dad and talks things out with him. And yeah, they have an understanding and they patch things up. Uh, Sunburst here does the same, but in a very very strange way. Um, I'm not even gonna go through the transcript and talk about it. It's very very were this backhanded. <laughs> Backhanded compliment? Uh, backhanded apology. Have you mm. come to apologize? Oh, no, I'm not apologizing for what you did, but I will apologize for this. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho. Sounds like something me and my mom would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. So, anywho, we get, uh, we go to the town square, and they talk it out, and they come to an understanding, and they patch things up. And, yay, butt glows, meaning mission over. Oh, the bat glow. Hold up some marshmallows and let it roast on the warmth. Yeah, and even the townsfolks are uh, enjoying the embrace. Oh, it seems that more, there's more now. Yay, there's more townsfolk. Awesomeness. Well, they have to get in more people. See, just by solving a friendship problem, they've increased the town's appeal and there are new members creepily watching family businesses. <laughs> yes. So, anyway. I mean... Sorry. Do these ponies not understand the concept of privacy? Nope. Well, Silver, if you want privacy, you shouldn't do things like that in the town square. What I do in the public fountain is my business. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, But anywho, um, in the next scene, the parents send the kids off to the train station or a train stop. I don't know what you want to call this. And um, son versus mom, um, Stellar, is really impressed with the glowing butt thing and asks if it's permanent or not. And Sunburst says, nah, it's not permanent. It's not a phase, mom. <laughs> yeah. And Firelight just says, yeah, I, I, if you're feeling down or anything, uh, come play visit. It'll be fun. And they hug it out. And sudden realization where um, the map says, we're friends, so that means I can come over and visit you. And Stella Flair here says, that's a good idea. We should do a road trip. I got plans ready. And the kids could not get out of there ASAP. <laughs> and episode ends. Like, yeah, come, come, come on, train. Come on. You're, you're letting us down, train. Don't let us down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's go to final thoughts. Uh, well, sorry. Um, do we want to do discussion for this one or not? Well, for the end of the episode, which couple do you ship more? <laughs> Starburst or their parents? Oh, wow. Yeah. Starburst. The, the <laughs> parents thing is creepy because they were both married and had a kid. So if you do realize that parents can, you know, 
widowers and divorcees can... Uh... In this case, I refuse to accept that. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just a little stunned by what you just said. I refuse it, to accept it at this time. I, I apologize for my outrageous co-host. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, Sapphire, how could you? Oh, boys. But anywho. Um, how could I? How could you? Very easily, thank you. <laughs> you think this is bad, you should see what happened to the public fountain. Oh, God. So anywho, um, there's a few things that I want to point out, like the gate. Like, in all honesty, you could just put a welcome sign there. It'll do the same job, but much cheaper. And much less annoying. annoying. Yeah, you gotta be annoying. No way. Y'all are on crack if you think you can't <laughs> oh just you know God. be a little annoying. This reminds me fun. of. Okay, do do you guys seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp version? Yes. Yeah, this reminds me of that. Good ch- I've seen a good chunk of it. I haven't seen the whole shebang. Uh, it's the part where uh, they introduce them to uh, the to- the chocolate factory and whatnot. Remember that scene where we've been singing and whatnot? Uh, in truth, I mostly... I'm sorry. Every time someone says Charlie and the chocolate factory or Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, no matter the context, I always go back to the Gene Wilder version. Same. If you want to view paradise, but anywho, um, yeah, the, the, there's nothing much to talk about this one. A few nitpicks here and there, but still, it's much fun episode. So let's go to final thoughts. Silver, what do you think, man? Well, there's ample amounts of continuity in this. I love when the parents say, "Oh, I remember how hard it was for you after uh, you you had to leave Celestia's school." Not really leave. Um, Sunburst dropped out. It was still hard for him because he was sort of listless. Mm. And Starlight was always very vulnerable as a kid. So he wanted to give her, oh, safe zone. They've got internet terms even before uh, even before they have interwebs. <laughs> please, ponies, don't, don't get interwebs. I want you to remain innocent. Oh, pony, please. Oh, pony, please. Oh, sha. But it's fun. It gives both characters a little bit more fleshing out, a bit more of an inter bit more of a chance to get to know them better. And like I say, while Starlight will never have a great redemption arc, or at least a great heel-to-face turn, uh, as we witnessed in the cutie remark, mm-hmm. the more time we spend with it, the more I just come to enjoy her. The more I, I think, yeah, they had a really solid character. And I love that she's kind of flawed in her approach to just about everything. She doesn't... While Twilight and the others are sort of the flawless example... Even when they mess up, they rebound spectacularly. With Starlight, she'll she'll screw up, and then she'll screw up a little bit more trying to make things right, but she'll still get there in the end. Sounds about right. Is about it? That's it for me. All right. And Seppi, what do you think? Same as Silver. Not really much I can say. He took the words right down my mouth. <laughs> All right, you then. If not in a better context, anyways. And as for me... This episode was a lot of fun. Um, I, I like it when episodes involve parents or relatives of uh, the, the characters. And we got this one. And yeah, we've always been asking about, hey, uh, how would Starlight's parents look like? How would Sunburst's parents look like? And so on. Even now to this day, Scootaloo, we've been asking for that one <laughs> now. And not 100% sure, canon or not, we know that Scootaloo lives with her aunt 
that's about it. Aren't with her best friend. So having parents in a show is fun. It's really fun. Uh, the dilemma that they're having is relatable because I, I can see this problem being projected to a real person. Uh, I, I I know some people in the audience probably has a rough time with their parents and yeah, this slice it, this episode is relatable. Although I'm sorry to double back, but I just have one quick uh, question for us all. Mm-hmm. Why do we assume that their respective spouses are either divorced, deceased, or otherwise missing? Because they're not around. I never assumed that. I just ask, like, where the hey are their fathers slash mothers? Because, like, the obvious answer or the obvious assumption here is, like, they moved on. They went to the afterlife. They went to the golden gates or whatever it is, whatever they call the pearly gates. Yes, pearly golden gates. gate is in California. <laughs> yeah, uh, they went to the pearly gates and whatnot, so on. So uh, um, that's one of the assumptions. And uh, I don't know. I-, I wish we got to see more of it. Oh, on a side note, some fans have Sunburst and Sunset as relatives or brothers and sisters. Yeah, I-, I made that joke. Oh, really? No. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. You don't pay attention to my work, Norman. It's one of those I things where I don't really pay attention to that kind of crack ship. Let's see how it is now. The gloves are off. <laughs> we got a friendship problem right here. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, let's work it out with. I, I'm just reminding of. I I'm reminded of this uh, episode of South Park. You'll regret this day, friend. <laughs> I'm not your friend, buddy. No, call me. I'm not buddy. your buddy, guy. <laughs> I'm not your guy, friend. <laughs> He's not your friend, buddy. <laughs> Uh, that that's what this sounds like to me right now. <laughs> uh, well, we can solve our friendship problem with a children's card game on motorcycles. Yes. <laughs> so anywho, uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, that's the end, and yeah, that's my thoughts. So, Silver, what are we going to do next week? Oh, we've got something special thanks to a Patreon request. We are going to return to the world of miraculous and all oh. the insanity that lies therein. Wow, Sefi, that was like hawking a lung right there. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. I believe the episode is called Zombizu. <sighs> Zombizu. Yes. Um, well, that's what it says it is. Uh, well, this is confusing because looking at the wiki for this one, it aired in Canada on April 13th while... The U.S. air date is in December. So, yeah. Much well, confusion. Hey, with what's going on in My Little Pony and all these international airings, eh, this seems pretty tame by comparison. Eh, true that, true that. But anywho, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at com. You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at Show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Silver, where can the good people find you? You can find me on YouTube. Just do a search for Silver Quill and you will find me. I'm also on uh, DeviantArt under MLP-Silver-Quill. Uh, I wasn't terribly original, but I came up with my screen names. And I post uh, reviews for the comics every Wednesday on EquestriaDaily.com. Nice. And Sappy, where can the good people find you? 
You can find me at Twitter and on uh, DeviantArt at Anime Christy. Also, I am doing a lot of uh, anime and Pokemon art lately, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, uh, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, pretty much. Indeed. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't, press, don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. Stitcher Radio. And also, like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on com. You can catch this podcast here on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, links are in the show notes. So, if you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com. With every support, you'll get a week's early access to the review and discussion podcast, exclusive and deleted content. And a huge thank you from me. And talking about the thank yous, I'd like to thank LurkerCat, Master of Lag, Tristan, Charles, Starstream, Lucky Knight, and also Amy. Thank you so much, guys, for being awesome. Anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am Cecilia the Queen. And I've been a Sassy. And we'll guys catch you next week with another episode of the Media Show. See ya. Adios. Bye-bye. So, who here went through an edgelock phase in, in their life? Me. I don't think I ever really got edgy. I just got mopey. Well, I got... <laughs> I got wee I got a rock. <laughs>